morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody out there. Hopefully everybody having a great week. Uh, thanks for joining the show as usual. Let's get into it. As uh, far as me, I want to start things off. I want to give an apology to the people out there who don't put up their shopping carts and everything. You know, it, somebody, so I think it was... Uh, Brit- yeah, Brittany, one of my listeners. Brittany brought it to my attention, and I'm not, not sure why I forgot this, that it's supposed to be shopping. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually people, that's their job to put up shopping carts. Last week, I think I went on a little uh, tangent about how I'm big on making sure I put up my uh, shopping cart after I'm done shopping. But, yeah, it, it is actually people out there, that's their job to do it. Now, that let me know, obviously, if I'm forgetting that there are people that do it, that they obviously most of them aren't doing their job. But there's people out there who do that. So my apologies to everybody out there who normally don't go ahead and put up their own shopping cart. I'm, I'm going to own that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Also, um, the next uh, thing that I want to touch on, is it just me? Like, I like free things, but I don't like it where I got to wait in line for it. I, I brought that up. I forgot what it was. I think it was, I don't know, it was some place, but I see that it was offering like a free, whatever it was free, the line was way long. And I'm like, I want it, but I don't want it that bad. If I got to wait in a line for something that's free, you know, now, you know, if I had no other choice, but I'm going to be good on that, you know, not necessarily that's not something I'm trying to do. Sorry. And also, I want to bring up, too, where uh, it kind of got me thinking back in the day uh, when people used to, on their cell phones, I'm not sure if it was just me, it used to be that you had to wait to like 9 p.m. That was the time when everybody get to talking at that point because before then, yeah, some people will definitely let you know, do not call me before 9 p.m. <laughs> but once 9 p.m., yeah, the hotline was definitely ringing at that point in time. <laughs> also, one other quick thing, like I said, you know, I just randomly be talking about things I saw before I, uh, that week or whatever before I get into the show. I'm, I was watching TV. I grew up the movie Belly. I I actually do love that. I used to actually like that movie a lot. Well, just so happened I saw this weekend that it was a Belly Two. That that was the movie Belly Two. After I saw it this weekend, now I know the reason why I never. I didn't even knew it had came out, and I hate I even watched it. It was terrible. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. It was terrible. Yeah. Oh my. If you haven't seen it, uh, don't bother. Like, in comparison to the original Belly, yeah, I was highly disappointed. I was looking like, what were they doing with this one? You know, I'm pretty sure their heart was in the right place, but nah, they kind of missed me with that one. (laughs) So let's get into the show. The quote of the week. And the quote of the week is, don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning. Don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning. So it's always important in life to remember why you're doing whatever it is you're doing. You know, got to keep your eye on the goal, not the obstacle. 
You know, that's what tripped a lot of people up in life. I know some people are not going to try anything that they feel they won't naturally be good. I mean, they naturally be good at. You know, that sounds crazy to me. Since every expert was once a beginner, and I think back to all the things in my personal life that I've had some fear in initially doing, you know. And when I say in my personal life, even me, I'm from, as you all know, a very small town where if I just went off of that uh, fear, I would have never left my hometown. I would have never went to college, you know, developed relationships I did, uh, got exposure to things that I got exposure to. You know, I might not even be as ambitious as I am now. I might not never got the current confidence that I have now. You know, even my faith in God, uh, that might, it might not be as strong as it is right now if I just stayed, you know, where I was comfortable at, uh, fully comfortable my whole life. So, you know, like I said, get out of that comfort zone. And, you know, definitely, like I said, don't let fear, you know, rule you. So just my advice. So let's get into the topic of the day. So let me say this. So most parents, you know, they want to make sure their kid or kids have a better childhood than they did. Yeah, it's imperative not to award bad behavior. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss how a parent not having consequences can set their kid up for failure as an adult. And if you are wondering, let me kind of explain. I'm going to kind of, it's some layers I'm about to give to this. So let's think back to a kid, you know, five or 10 years old. So I know I used to see some kid throw tantrums in the grocery store when I was a kid. I actually still see it now. Now, for me, when I grew up, oh, if I threw that tantrum, oh, that, that definitely was no chance I was going to get what I wanted. I might have had a chance to get that toy or whatever it was if I didn't throw that tantrum. But after I threw that tantrum, that was a wrap. <laughs> but when you do let a child get what they want from doing it, naturally, they're going to do it again. Like, why break something? That, I mean, if I know I didn't got what I wanted for throwing a tantrum, yeah, I am going to do it again. Why would I not do that again? Yeah, so you got to be cognizant of those things. And another example recently I saw on social media, you all probably seen this as well, there was a kid that flattened his mom or parents' car tires not to go to school, I think. The fact that he did it, but then he thought enough to record it. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think there were other things he did before that. There were no consequences to for him to be doing that. You know, some parents these days have me feeling the kids are the ones paying the bills, how they seem to be afraid or hesitant to discipline their kids. Because how would I, I know how I would have handled that. Definitely, yeah, I would have been giving him a whipping. You know, I'm old school. So I believe in spare the rod, spoil the child. And of course, but, you know, I would have made sure I explained to him why I was giving him that whipping before I gave it to him too. <laughs> and whatever he enjoyed doing, I would make sure he didn't do that for at least a week or two, if not longer. Now, and when I say, whatever it is he liked doing, I would have made sure he was doing the opposite. Even if it was whatever on TV he likes to watch, he he would not be watching that uh, those weeks. He 
going to school, it unless he just needed to go to school after school, that was gonna be it. You coming home, you even if it's favorite meal, I'm gonna make sure I give him some, whatever it is. I'm gonna give him something that I know he's not gonna like. He's gonna eat, but he's not gonna like. He would, yeah, it would definitely have to be some pay. He would have to pay for that. And and but again, that goes back to I gotta make him realize. You know what? I better not do this again, even if I did it. It got to be consequences. If not, you're going to set your kid up for failure in life because the real world doesn't work that way. Now, let's go into a teenager when they're about a kid 13 to 17 years old. So I'm sure you all know parents like me who complain about household things they tell their kids to do that never get done how that kid is, you know, maybe even disrespectful, not doing good in school, yet they're going to make sure their kid got the newest Jordans, the Yeezys, or whatever shoe's supposed to be popular, and the newest name brand clothes like Polo when they want it, even if they truly can't even afford it, which is insane to me as well. <laughs> this logic of rewarding bad behavior but looking for something to change baffles me. Once again, you're setting your kid up for failure to make it in this world as an independent adult. And then we're going to go a little we're going to uh, go a little further in life. Let's just say when they do become a young adult at this point, around the age 18, 22. So, no real consequences all this time and now the kid is now a young adult. Most likely, they out of your house but you're still taking care of them. So in college, so let's just say they're in college now, even though they didn't have great great grades in college, you know, uh, even though they didn't have great grades in high school, they're in college now. They got accepted, you know, or you knew somebody to help them get in with bad grades. Nevertheless, now they got even more freedom, and you expecting them to care about making good grades in college or even going to class. <laughs> I had a college roommate. True story. The guy. My first year at the University of Alabama uh, uh, that I graduated from, Roll Tide, by the way. But my first uh, year there, the guy never went to class. When I say I, my, he only stayed one semester, but he never went to class. Anytime I went to class, I would go to class, he was always there. Like, this is a true story. That whole semester, he never went to class. It, like, this was crazy. Of course, he ended up flunking out. But back to my story. It was kids also when I got to the University of Alabama. There was kids that didn't even care about parking tickets. You know, again, it wasn't their money. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was their mindset. Like, it's my parents' money, which was crazy to me because I'm sitting here like, number one, I knew my parents ain't had no money to play around like that. So, I wasn't going to even try that even if I wanted to. But, again, their situation was different. And even when it came down to things like college rent, like, when, you know, I, like I said, went to school with some people. If they didn't, if they decided whatever reason they screwed over their rent that month, you know, their parents just go ahead and send them the month. I mean, just go ahead and send them uh, extra money for rent. Now, I will say this. As a parent, you know, things can happen. If, if, it, if it was a one-off event or something, yeah, absolutely. I'll be there if I needed to come in, step in, and, you know, help my child out. 
But no, I would not be there. If you screwed over your rent money, this money, and then two months later we run into the same issue, no, you got to be, again, got to be consequences of those things. So, and like I said, most of these kids normally are going to be the ones who normally flunk out of college too because they didn't take it serious. It they, they, they already was doing things before they even got to college, you know, with no consequences. So now, like I said, they just made it even worse at this point. So some of these kids were trust fund babies too that I went to school with where they're going to be good in life regardless. You know, they, they already said their dad, mom, or whatever, they already, you know, at major, they the CEO or something like that at the company. However, if you're not a trust fund baby, this is where real life going to hit you and hit you hard. So these are the young adults who normally going to struggle to keep a job. And they're going to struggle to, and if they're going to struggle to obey laws in society and stay out of jail as well. Let's just keep it 100 because they never had any consequences. So now if you didn't have any consequences all that time from a five-year-old to a 17-year-old, and now, yeah, they get out in the real world, you know, it's hard to teach, uh, you know, what they say, hard to teach an old dog new tricks. I mean, they're not kind of calling anybody no dogs, but you get where I'm going with this. So let me end it here, though. I do know you can be a parent that has consequences in life and your kids still end up on the wrong path, unfortunately. But if you're a parent that has no consequences for your kids' actions, this is definitely the path you got them going 100 miles per hour uh, to, uh, to as, a mom, as my mom would say. So, like I said, people, you know, I know we all love our kids and everything, but you know, make sure there are consequences out there, though, for, you know, things that they do. Okay, so now we're about to get into story time with AD. This is a new segment I put in last week, and this week, story time, uh, I'm going to touch on, actually, it's going to be a testimony uh, in my life that I had. So, I'm going to tell you all about the time that I ended up, I got work study at the University of Alabama. So when I first got to Alabama, i never forget, I went to go get work study. I went to the financial aid office, and when I went to get work study, I went to get work study at the financial aid office. End up, the lady hands me a sheet. And when she hands me a sheet, I look on that sheet, and when I looked on that sheet, I saw that I was waiting. It was like crazy, like 523. Yes, 523, I think, something crazy like that. So, okay, at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I know I ain't going to get work studying uh, in uh, this semester anyhow. Well, how it happened is crazy. I ended up, uh, my other college that I had went to before I transferred to the University of Alabama, it was in the same city. And some kind of way, I was told that I needed to come back there to get something situated with my financial aid. So keep in mind, I knew what the financial aid office was while I was at uh, my former school. And also, and what they told me, the person told me to come to, 
I never even uh, knew anybody even be up at that park because the school wasn't a big school. But anyhow, I went uh, that particular day probably or the next day I went uh, to what the lady told me to meet her at. I met the lady, end up we talked. And, of course, uh, me growing up in the South, I'm a yes ma'am, no ma'am type of person. End up uh, at the end of our, after we met, um, and she pretty much like, you know what, you seem like a manable young man. And she randomly, I didn't even say anything to her about this. She was like, do you have a work study? And me being me, of course, I was like, no, ma'am, I sure don't. She gave me this person number. And she told me the person to go and talk to at, Al at the University of Alabama. Well, naturally, I told her, I was like, yeah, I already tried to get work study, but they said they put me on the wait list. She was like, okay, well, just still get this person. I'll tell them that I sent you and go talk to them. I went back to Alabama that same day, ended up uh, asked to speak to whoever the guy was. I forgot his name, too, at this point. End up, uh, once I uh, went and I uh, told him that she sent me, he ended up, uh, he uh, sent me, he asked for me to come in the back, and I got rewarded work study that exact same day. And I had work study the rest of my uh, college uh, life, the rest of my four-year uh, college time that I was at the University of Alabama. And I know that that definitely was just God working at that time because my major in the time was uh, where my major was uh, management information systems. Kind of like when you're in management information systems, IT, those type of majors, I didn't have, I needed something where I can just kind of work like maybe two hours here and there. Cause it, yeah, so that worked out, but I say all of that, that just let me know that's just one of the ways like God has worked in my life all this time. And sure enough, you know, it's crazy. That lady, I always, you know, I hear people say about, you know, divine appointments and angels you probably possibly meet. I I, I will say, I'm just going to say this. I never knew the lady at the school that I was at and it wasn't a big school. And I never heard from her ever since then. So, you know, you make whatever you want to make of that. But I'm just glad I had work study. Like I said, it, it worked out in my favor. Let's get into the quote of, I'm sorry, let's get into the question of the week. Man, I'm talking about some quote. Okay, let's get into the question. Give me just a second. Okay, so the question of the week. I've been talking to this guy that I don't find physically attractive. He's been the most gentleman I ever dated. He brings me roses to work, and when we go out, he texts me every day. He's very thoughtful, helps me financially, and is super sweet. He's been pursuing me for weeks, but for the life of me, I don't find him attractive at all. Any girl would, be, any girl would wish to have a man like this. I don't know what's wrong with me. He could be Mr. Right and is in front of my face. I just can't deal with thinking this man is going to want to get intimate or kiss, and I just can't do it. What do I do? <laughs> uh, I definitely, let me first say, I feel nothing is wrong with you. However, physical attraction does seem to be a top priority to whoever you talk with. That shouldn't be everything. I mean, you know, even though that shouldn't be everything. 
but it's all it is important you know because it's important to me as well since that's a key thing that always made me want to know more about a woman so i'm gonna say this if the thoughts of kissing him has you face has your face frowning it best in my opinion to let him know you're not into him you know the way you would like to be with anybody you decide to be in a relationship with so i know you like you know i'm pretty sure the perks that he's doing i see you mention that he helps you out financially those type of things i'm pretty sure that's one of the things that got you maybe not wanting to tell him you know the truth but now i think it's best to just be open well, yeah yeah definitely best to just be open and honest let him know you know you're not interested uh you know or you don't you know like in a nice way you don't have to tell a person you know in a way to belittle them but just let them know so you know follow that that's always been my rule in life you know treat others like i want to be treated and with that being said if somebody isn't into me well first of all i normally would know but definitely i'd like for them to know instead of leading me on all right we got to the end of the show and before we end the show, I do want to give out some shout outs to the people who uh, just help me to keep going and other people who keep me motivated to keep putting out podcasts uh, out there. So my list, I actually had to write it down because uh, it kind of grew a little since the last time we talked. So first, not in no particular order. Keela, Marshall, Sophie, Brittany, B, Leanne, Natalie, Amy, Rebecca, and Tammy. Oh my goodness, thank you all so much. You know, I, I appreciate the feedback that you all provide for me. You know, the likes, the, you know, the comments you all leave, you know, the conversations we have, you know, uh, with each other, you know, throughout the week, you know, you, like I said, any, the, the recommendations that you all give as well, I'm thankful for all of that. And like I said, I just ask that you all continue to put it out there, let people know about me. And speaking of that, also one other quick thing before I get out of here today, starting in July, I'm going to make sure like I said, I want to make sure I give everybody a fair shot. So starting in July, the person or who I see, you know, have the lot of the most have a lot of mentions of anything I post, and I see that or that they're putting out there, as well as liking or leaving comments. Those people, I'm gonna put in a raffle to give away a little twenty five dollar, you know, gift certificate or you know twenty five dollars uh, cash. You know, I know, you know, not much, but I do want to show you all you're appreciated. I enjoy, you know, the conversations that I have with all of you all, you know, and like I said, just thanks so much for everything. Also, something else I want to put out there. Okay, I, I think I told you all I had to dip, I had to get rid of the person who was doing my website. I didn't at this point, I got my link tree. It almost set up, and with my link tree, I'm gonna have also, I'm gonna be having one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one sessions that you can sign up, and you know, if you got any questions, you want to talk to me about anything, you know, definitely, you well, you can sign up. We can have those one-on-one -on -one sessions at that point, and like I said, I'm looking forward to that. 
I should that well I know that's gonna be set up um probably before the end of this week but obviously when it is I'm gonna make sure I put it out there on my IG for you all to know about like I said just thanks once again everybody uh you're appreciated uh so so much and I'm about to get up out of here and I will talk to you all next week <laughs>